to another episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Here, literally recording right after the Game Awards. We literally walked right into it. Uh, joining me today is Oreo Will. Yeah, the fact that we're recording this late and one tomorrow I have to have work. So yeah, it's way Maybe past my bedtime to say the least. <laughs> but yeah, this okay. award show. Oh boy, we got a lot to say. We got a lot to say. And Skull Kid Scott. I'm here, and I'm just going to call in sick tomorrow. I mean, uh, call in late tomorrow. That's better. There right. you go. <laughs> and, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in a long time, Victoria Tyler! Do you think I would really miss the episode where we celebrate the end of the Snyderverse? Do you think that oh. I wouldn't be here to celebrate the <laughs> great news out of DC? Oh, wait, Ooh. is this the Game Awards episode? Oh, Tyler. Oh, I thought that, sorry. I thought that, that we were celebrating. <laughs> Your celebrated. return was so short-lived. I, I came to the wrong chat. I'm yeah. going to I'm gonna leave now. You can find me on um, a new podcast I'm starting about oh. Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, it's great. <laughs> Goodbye. That was that was not planned. And that's so mean. <laughs> okay. Also, those reports are unconfirmed, as noted by James Gunn himself. Uh, no, I am sorry, Todd. I am. I saw it, and I did think of you immediately. I was like, you know, I think this is good in the long run, but I do feel bad for Todd. Except for them canceling the Batman Beyond movie. Mm. Yeah, again, again yeah. everything is unconfirmed <laughs> until it's confirmed. Even James Gunn said that, all right? So, along with the Snyderverse. Anyway, yes, Tellius Tyler is back. And not just to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, thankfully. Uh, but yes, we are going to basically dedicate this whole show not to the news of the week, because there honestly, you know, wasn't much. But instead to the Game Awards. What we liked, what we didn't like. There were Nintendo announcements, much to our surprise. And, of course, we will rant about what happened with Game of the Year, because screw you, Jockey Lee. Again. Again. Anyway, so let's get started. We're going to start off actually with the Nintendo announcements, because let's be honest. A lot of people were thinking that Nintendo wasn't going to have anything. They don't really show up to the Game Awards anymore. I mean, they're there to accept <laughs> awards. But they... They're there to show off the Nintendo Switch announcements. Exactly. <laughs> That's about it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Scott was even commenting on that during the, the live stream. He's like, oh, here we go, the Nintendo commercials. Like, That's usually what they do nowadays. Yeah. And it's, it's fine. It's their choice. But we were surprised that there were some Nintendo announcements. The biggest one, in my mind, was the reveal that Platinum Games is making another Bayonetta title. Already. Except it's not, because this is Bayonetta Origins, Cereza and the Lost Demon. So this is going to be, like I said, an origin story set well before the days of Bayonetta uh, first get title. It will be about Cereza, uh, child Cereza, and she is going to go on a uh, very colorful adventure to save her mother, who is trapped in a forest, and she's going to have her, the demon Cheshire with her, kind of. And everything about this game just looks different. The visual style, the camera angle, the tone, and most surprisingly, ladies and gentlemen, it's coming out next March. <laughs> yeah! Didn't see that coming. <clears throat> Yeah, it's pretty close. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do we think that this is part of the reason why it took so long for Bayonetta 3 to be made? Because they were probably making this in conjunction with Cereza and the Lost Demon? Perhaps. Probably. I mean, I can't imagine them doing both of these games at the same time. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, having that much effort in both of them at the same time. Yeah. 
yeah, it, it feels like definitely it, w- with the team splitting like this, I mean, it's great. Uh, even with like how Bayonetta 3 is as, as it is, but yeah, like having this thing also going along with the si- on, on the side of it, uh, I would imagine it, it at least takes something from the team. So yeah, yeah, I imagine some some uh, trade-off. Um, this brings me to my first interjection of the episode, because I've been gone for a long time, and yeah. <laughs> now I may have seemed dead, uh, and for all intents and purposes, I may as well have been dead, but the reality is I was alive and following the Bayonetta thing, the Bayonetta story, and I have so many thoughts on the Bayonetta voice actress thing, mainly that everybody who reacted was dumb, and that obviously <laughs> there was more going on, and it was so insane how big that ball got. But I wanted to say that. Now, more impressingly, I want to try a new segment, and the new segment is called Was It Good? And the idea of what it it wasn't good is I'll ask you something, and then you tell me yes or no, was it good? Bayonetta 3, was it good? Yes. For all it was, yeah, yeah. Was the ending good? Was the ending bad? Was it very bad? People said the ending was very bad. Divisive. It was controversial as all get out. Where did you guys fall on on the issue? I need to finish it. <laughs> you have to finish it? Well, <laughs> welcome oh to God. Will and I, who continuously do side quests and then forget to finish the game. Tyler, <laughs> <laughs> I know you've been gone for a while, but how is Will not finishing game new? <laughs> Todd, great point. <laughs> great I know. Point. Do you know why I, that's... I, don't know how I, I don't know how I forgot that Will does not finish games. That's do, you know why, do you know why that's a good point, Tyler? Because I'm the host! I did not forget that. I did not forget that. <laughs> okay, without spoiling things for Will, and they actually kind of teased the ending in the, uh, in the Cereza trailer, but I personally did not like it. Uh, and I mentioned this in my review, uh, which I gave a 4 out of 5 if you never saw it, Tyler. Um... The review, the ending was how do I say it? Random. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a it was random. B it was unsatisfying, and it left so many questions. And it really, it was really like. And then the way the way they played it, so there was the ending, and then there was literally two, let's call it post and uh, post credit sequences, like Marvel style. And right. they, the way they did the credit sequence mixed with the ending, and it really made me feel, like, worse about it, because I'm like, they're doing this really dragged out sequence in the credits, and I'm like, why? Why would right. you choose this? And then, then Hideki Kamiya said something I won't spoil, but he said something that infers what's coming next, and I'm like, but you did this, so why and how? It, it, right. It, I didn't like it. Some people did, and that's their that's their prerogative. But it was... no, I I think I agree with you on this because I, from what I like, I again I played Bayonetta one and two. I'm not like a Bayonetta super fan, but from what I saw, it did seem like you know it was a little against the character how they how they went with things. Yeah, it was they 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 tried to do something, and then it was just like, why? Yeah. So for me, was it good? No. Was the game good overall? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's uh, okay. It, it, it's kind of the Mass Effect ending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Everything yeah, yeah. up to the ending is great, and then the ending happens, and you're like, crap. <laughs> Aw. All right, I think what was it good is off to a great start. So there might be more times where we break out. Was it good today? But you know, I we'll agree. have to see. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So yeah. So Ceresa and the Lost Demon getting back on track. Uh, March seventeenth. 
good luck with that. Like, I, I don't know if I'll get it, just because it feels like a little too different for me, but you never know. Also, there's another game that's coming out on March 17th, and uh, yeah, I'm excited about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. So, yeah, they've really packed a month in March now. It is crazy. Well, February's packed, too. February and March. That, that, too, that too. That yeah, too. we have the first, like, three months just with games and games and more games coming out. <sighs> okay, wait. What's coming out in February? Uh, okay, Octopath Traveler 2. Engage. Wait, Octopath Traveler 2 already? Wow. Oh, yep. in January, Will. Engage oh, in January. Oh, yeah, the I know that. Literal day is Neptunia, by the way. There's, there's, like three, <laughs> nice. there's like three games coming out on February 25th. Uh, okay. there, there's Octopath. Something else. Ryza 3 comes out then, too. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, 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 Tales of Symphonia is in that month, too. Tales of Symphonia the remaster. Yeah, the remaster. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's yeah. something else in there. I, I always forget it. Uh, also, I think a Kirby game is coming out in February. Like the Dreamland. Oh Deluxe. yeah, that's right. Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Yeah. 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 Oh. Yeah. So that one. That, that I, I might actually not. Yeah. So, but yeah, February is going to be packed. But uh, and then March has uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, which is March seventeenth, and uh, now Surius and the Lost Demon. I think there's. I know uh, there was another thing they talked about at the Game Awards. And then January we have. Uh, oh, March is all. No, February has uh, Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah, that's coming out. Oh, I forgot about yeah, that, that too. That yeah, that's coming out in February. Tenth, February tenth. January has Engage. Um, there was another title around that time. Neptunia. Hi. Screw you, Neptunia waifus. All right. Yeah. Hey Tyler, was it was Neptunia good? No, no. It was <laughs> and I can say that objectively because I've never played it. Uh, say, did you, you haven't played an Neptunia game. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> I have standards, man. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, but like the, I love this new trend of the beginning of the year being as packed as the end of the year because it used to be <clears> you had to get like deep into the year before the games came out. And I'm glad they're finally changing their tune on that because we want games throughout the year. Gosh dang it. So. Yeah, we don't want it all just like in the summer and then never have any games otherwise. Yeah. So, all right. Also announced at the Game Awards, speaking of Fire Emblem Engage, we have the expansion pass, which Tyler is so thrilled about. Like, oh my gosh, guys, he is so thrilled about it. <laughs> so I will say my initial reaction was very negative. I'm so sick of all this tacky, and I know it's going to be way too expensive because JRPGs milk their fans dry. For, they are just it's, – it's mean is what it is. True. It's just mean, bad practices, and we should make them stop doing it. But we can't because we love the game so much. So anyway, right. um, yeah, not happy about that. Yeah. But I am happy about – the fact that there's new battle maps and such because yeah. that was a major issue with three houses replayability especially yeah all right so here's how it's going to break down there's going to be four waves in the expansion pass wave one is actually coming out on january 20th when the game launches and aside from new maps new in-game items there's also going to be not one not two not three but four emblem rings for you to get uh one of them is tiki yes young tiki to be clear uh, still tiki. Yes, yeah, still tiki. <laughs> and so you will have her dragon form on full power. And we are going to get the Lords of Fodlin via Edelgard, Dimitri, and Claude. Now, they're implied that they're together, but you will we'll be able to cycle them, apparently, because they showed like Claude with one of the characters and then Edelgard with one of the characters. So, But they are, they are shown in the cutscene together. So why not, right? 
They're, they're totally friendly to one another. <laughs> they totally. they don't wage wars against each other. What are you talking about? Well, Demetri to, totally didn't go swear a blood oath to kill one of them and then let the other one die just because he was in the way. Like that that, no. <laughs> that never totally, happened. That to, they're totally friends. Yeah. I stand with Dimitri. I, well, we, all, we all stand with Dimitri. Dimitri. We all stand with Dimitri. <laughs> Will doesn't. What? Will I never said that. Dimitri. I mean, again, I'm pretty much... Yeah, but um, you, of course you don't. You stand with Edelgard, Will. We all know this. I mean, yes, primary Edelgard, but again, Thank I respect you. all the lords. Thank okay, you Okay, there we go. Will does yeah. not stand with Dimitri. Point yeah. proven. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll settle him later. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now, uh, the, the other three waves will be coming out in 2023. So I would probably bet like every couple months or so. Sorry. So if we can get like a couple characters every time, that's going to be pretty awesome. And remember, there's already 12 rings in the main game. So that means four of the first wave. And so let's just say we get three the rest of the time. That means we're going to have well over 20 characters as, as emblem rings by the time we're all done. So, have they showed off Ike yet? Haven't, right? Not yet, not okay, yet. Hold on, hold on. They showed him off in a cutscene. They haven't broken okay. down his character so far. But he's in. Yo, he's in. He's totally good. in. All he right. has a model in the game. Yeah, we saw, <laughs> we saw it. This it was, is good. It was in the story trailer. So, um, but the characters that have been broken down recently is uh, Lynn, female Corrin, Byleth, Marth, Celica, uh, Sigurd, partially via one of the Emblem Ring trailers. And they're, they've been doing it, like, I haven't written it on the site just because it's been really rapid fire, but they've been breaking it down, like, every character in the game, and then they fit in one of the emblem rings in between. So, like, today, right. they actually broke down Lynn's character, uh, who has the bow in the game, and uh, she's actually quite powerful. So, like, these emblem rings are going to be real game changers, and you will definitely want to use them strategically when the game comes out. So, very exciting. So, shall we talk about something not exciting, ladies and gentlemen? Super Mario Brothers movie! Yeah! <laughs> There's oh. nothing more exciting than that. <laughs> no, they are, uh, they, they released not one, but two new clips about, uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Not impressed. At I least know. we got more Toad. <laughs> okay, time for Was It part two um and the question of was it good is everything we've seen from the mario movie from april until now scott we'll start with you was it good bowser's good <laughs> <laughs> bowser's good okay i like that i kind of agree will was I, it good i mean the world is good like, okay that, that's pretty much said again that's what i love about it like the world they got everything you the cues the, the easter eggs it, the world's good the world's good so overall, though, was it good? Yes. Mm -hmm. Scott? No, you said Scott. I'm more mid when it comes to the overall experience, but I think that's just because I, we, I don't think we've seen enough for me to warrant calling it bad or good. I just know, yes, I don't like Chris Pratt as Mario. <laughs> that, that's consensus. That's consensus. That is a consistent thing on my mind. I do appreciate most of the other voice actors in this, especially Bowser. I, I mean, we could have just had the whole movie about Bowser, and I probably would have been in there at least twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I love Anya Taylor-Joy so much, but I, I'm not totally sure that she fits the Peach character from what, from what I've heard. Todd, was it good? You're asking the wrong question, actually. The question isn't, was it good? The question is, does it sound good? Because visually, yeah. visually, I think it's stunning. I yeah. like the character models, more or less. 
Uh, like there, there's a few oddities, but I can forgive it. The the world looks beautiful. Um, when they played one of the clips today, the background music was phenomenal. It felt like it was right from the game, and part of it actually was. But then you get into the voice actors, and I don't like Charlie Day as Luigi. I don't like Chris Pratt as Mario. I'm already getting annoyed by Michael Keegan as uh, Toad. <laughs> it's like, his butt is about to die! Like, wait, what? No, I'm just, I'm just clearing a path. It's cool. It's cool. Like, what? Um, Jack Black is amazing. I mean, he's he's totally going to carry the movie. I thought Anya Taylor-Joy sounded great as Peach. I like that they're making an actual competent Princess Peach. That was last week's episode, Tyler, so you missed that part. Yes, uh, me too. I, I stand with each is cool in this movie, absolutely. except for I'm not but, totally sold on the voice. I, <laughs> I don't... But what, but what I hear from Pratt and what I see in terms of the plot, in terms of Mario being like an idiot, and, you know... Like, yeah, oh, I don't wait, like that at all. We, we, have, we have to train Mario to be our savior. He's Mario. Like, God, you are gonna be you are gonna be stunned. This is this is in, while I was in the wilderness. Maybe I found Jesus because I that nobody has said that. That is my exact take. <laughs> I, I everything that you said is exactly how I feel. I can't stand the fact that Mario is like an untrained. Like I don't need a basic hero's journey. No, he's Mario. He runs in. He jumps over stuff. He does not need to be trained up. That's dumb. I'm so glad you said it. And that's why I'm the host. <laughs> I, I'm thrilled. Truly a moment that you two agree with each other. That's how rare it is. It's very rare. Write this in the history books. Exactly <laughs> what I would have said. Yes. I, I will. I will make him come around to the Snyderverse. Will it's just a matter of time. No, no, it's the other way. It's clearly you have moved closer to me. While no, yes, you, you've you had to pick up the slack while I've been gone, and you're like, wow, man, I'm starting to see things in a whole new light. No, not really. All right, but no, like, look. I still want to give it a chance, and ironically, and probably intentionally, there's there they have not had a trailer where Pratt talks a lot as Mario. It's always these little sound bursts. The the last full trailer was the biggest one, like where we heard "Wahoo," which is terrible, and <laughs> "Let's Go," which is just as terrible. But sorry, I, you're too high. It's "Let's Go." It's, <laughs> it's a mushroom kingdom. Here we come. Like what? <laughs> It's like, remember, he's promised that it would be an evolved voice. No, it's not. Oh, you, you've never heard anything in the Mushroom Kingdom quite like this. Yes, because Chris Pratt doesn't live in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> so, so, is it good? I don't know. All right. Like, elements are good. Parts parts of it are good. But if we're going for overall, uh, <laughs> let's yeah. just move on. In the, in the words of Michael Wilbon, I push. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that was honestly, honestly, it was the big. Uh, that was those were all the big Nintendo pieces. We had we had Bayonetta, we had Mario movie, and we had Fire Emblem Engage. Um, they did do a small commercial for Salmon Run's big run, which starts tomorrow slash today, uh, when you're listening to this, hopefully. So that is the ninth through the eleventh. Go check it out. It's Salmon Run involved. The Salmonids involved the Splatlands. So go help defend the city. This is not a drill. The Salmonids are here. <laughs> so work with Deep Cut and go save the day. Uh, we'll probably we'll be trying to do a test run with our with us United. So we'll we'll let you know how that goes next week. All right. Yep. Now I open it up to you all. Uh, what were your favorite announcements from the Game Awards outside of the <laughs> Nintendo stuff? <laughs> oh. 
I'll say the most surprising one for me was uh, they announced a new armored core from From Software. Yeah, that was that was that was. Which I was not expecting, and I like that they took so long before they actually revealed like the machine of the core. So I was actually really excited because I was like in the aspects of what it could be, and everyone was like excited as a from sophomore thing. So you know, everyone was expecting Soulsborne, but no, it's an armored core game. And honestly, I'm actually excited for it. I've only played one armored core game in the past, but I liked it. Played, I think, it was the fourth one. I think our boss, Keith, I think he's an Armored Core fan. Oh, he is. He is. He is yeah. I thought he was. Like, he was supposed to be here. I guess something happened. It's fine. But uh, we got Tyler. Um, <laughs> see, that's how much we missed you. It's like, oh, pff, Keith, who needs him? We got Tyler. So. I mean, that's, it should have always been that way. Distance, you know, you know that's, that's why I stormed out is is because I felt underappreciated. And now I'm glad that you know, everybody's back on the camp. They all get it. Tyler, look, look. I know you've been gone a while, but we need to we need to establish this so that our viewers don't have any misconceptions. In this podcast, there is a pecking order. Right? <laughs> there, there is me, and then there's everyone else. So by definition, you're all underappreciated. Welcome. <laughs> all right. So, look, the the the, the armor core thing was definitely cool. I mean, they they actually teased that they were working on something else early in the game in the day when they were. Uh, talking about something but i didn't i didn't expect it to be announced like this like this was this was surprising so uh definitely something different i'm curious how they're going to handle the armored core universe because it's been a while it has it's been a long while yeah so i mean even they admitted that they didn't they don't know why elden ring was so successful so i actually kind of feel (laughs) bad because now they have an established franchise where it's just like yeah, you're working on Armor Core. This is going to be, like, legendary. No, <laughs> we don't know. I mean, they could have lost their touch with the Armored Core because they've been so work- They've been so big on, like, the Soulsborne games the last few years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah, maybe they just need that. Like, yeah, it's been the decade since. So, yeah, I wonder what they can do now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if... They clearly wanted to do it. I mean, no one's gonna force from software to do anything. No, they're they're big on just doing what they want to do. Uh-huh. And Bandai is very good at just going, okay, do it because they're from software. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You right, don't right. say no to them. <laughs> so if you want to make an armor record game, do it. <laughs> All right, uh, Will. What about you? What was some of your not favorite non Nintendo announcements? Well, the first one I'm actually kind of having on my PS4 right now is like that game company Sky, which yeah, another new experience game from them is like again always very good. Again from that from Journey, that's a great game. But I'm actually have downloaded. I'm currently waiting for the concert right now, seeing it from my screen. <laughs> and but one thing I just don't like that game company going with now because one, it is a free a quote unquote free to play game, but there is microtransactions and there yeah, is a pack. So they get you. Or if you want to get the Journey stuff, it costs you. 25 bucks which really stinks that game company that you want to go monetization this route but uh, i know it's a free way you got to make money so uh, that's kind of kind of boggles down a little bit but again that game company if it worth it it worth it but other games uh hades 2 was definitely a surprise for me like okay they're making hades 2 this time around and that trailer that music that rift by all means sure why not inject more hades in Hades into my veins by all means. <laughs> and of course, naturally, not really a big surprise, but of course, with Jeff Keighley, Death Stranding 2, which, yeah, seeing Death Stranding 2 with 
the, the weirdness of that. You're seeing Fragile, seeing Sam Porter, of uh, yeah, Norman Reed is back again, and of course Troy Baker. Just that weirdness of the Bridge Babies, Bridge, yeah, yeah, Drawbridge, yeah, that's the company's name. Yeah, Drawbridge. So, so yeah, I can only imagine what more crazy ideas that Kojima is going to be making, including the whole how how um, Huey uh, Lou. Become has become a tentacle baby, which yeah, like from Guillermo del Toro to everything else, like what is going to be next with Sam Porter Bridges and in this next story chapter of um of the, the Death Stranding, so I, I, who knows? Uh, but overall, I'm excited. Bring by all means inject more Death Stranding into my veins and that whole dark like what the heck of it. And again, they had Metal Gear at the end of it, so why not? <laughs> me i got two actually one of them actually was on the pre-show which i totally did not expect we're getting a hellboy game oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i forgot about that whole kick yeah yeah it's been, <laughs> it's been hours dude it's been hours since it was announced but yeah we are getting a a hellboy game from what was it like upstart arcade or something like that and it's going to be a roguelike mix with narrative elements and it's going to be a completely original title It'll be uh, co-written or something by Mike McNola, who is the creator of the Hellboy franchise. And the voice of Hellboy is going to be Lance Reddick. <laughs> that guy's getting around in the gaming industry, okay? Like, he he does uh, the guy from Horizon. He was in, oh, he was in another game. I think it wasn't Returnal. It was something else, though. And now he's doing Hellboy. So he, he's, he's getting around, all right? So... Props to you, Mr. Reddick. Uh, still love you and John Wick. But, <laughs> yeah. So, that was a surprising one. And it, 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 it's just another comic game. You know? We, we got a lot of the Marvels and the DCs, which we'll talk about later on. But the the, the lesser ones, the ones that are like your Image comics, your, your, your Dark Horse comics, which is what uh, Hellboy is, those don't always get the attention because they're seen as lesser in many people's eyes. And Hellboy's been popular. I mean, he's had three movies. Two of them were actually good, and there was David the Harbour one. Like, seriously, just no. <laughs> no, it was horrible. Uh, granted, I would have loved Ron Perlman to come back as Hellboy, but I'll take Lance Reddick. He's going to be probably very good. So uh, that one's coming out. You can add it on your wish list right now. And then the uh, the other one for me was obviously Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Yeah, because of my new PC, I got to play Fallen Order. We talked about the podcast, I think, a month ago. Uh, oh, Tyler, was it good? Yes. Was the ending abrupt AF? Yes. <laughs> like, the most abrupt, one of the, the most abrupt endings ever. And now it's just like, oh, yeah, it's five years later in the sequel. I'm like, well, you could have at least left the ending of the first game a little bit better, but I digress. So we got, we got a new trailer for Jedi Survivor. It looks good. Um... Cameron, Cameron Monaghan uh, came out with a lightsaber, ladies and gentlemen, to let everyone know that the game will be great. And it definitely looks good. I'm curious about the story because it's in canon, and yet it's on that, that fringe area where we know it doesn't affect the immediate other canon, to, to our knowledge. So they're walking a fine line, but Respawn did really great with the first one. Between the story, the visuals, the combat was incredible. Uh, it actually had a Souls feel, as many like to know. So I, I look forward to seeing what they do when they have like their chains off and just go like, "Hey, let's just go full, let's go full <laughs> force on this." Oh, 
full force. Yeah. You missed the puns, didn't you, Tyler? Yeah. <laughs> force strong with this host. I did. I missed them bad. You're welcome. <laughs> That's actually the reason why I left. It was like, listen, the board. <laughs> it was all the puns. puns. <laughs> After a while, you know, you, you, have to, you have to get away from the punishment. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Oh, shut up. But yes, I really did enjoy that. And then not so much an announcement, but a heart heartbreaking reveal. Uh Kevin Conroy is voicing Batman one last time mm-hmm. in Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. There was a lot of questions about whether Batman would be in the game. And then they did this trailer where they basically tease like, Oh yeah, Batman's there except he's not. And then all of a sudden he shows up and then you hear Kevin Conroy saying, I am vengeance, I am the knight. And they do a whole thank you, Kevin. And like the, the internet went crazy because uh, yeah. it was so uh, yeah. like I, I had a tear in my eye. Oh, I, I same, I, same. I <laughs> cried. But yeah, this this is his final role. Obviously, the great Kevin Conway passed away last month. I found out at Comic Con. That sucks so much. Yeah. 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 Same here. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, I it it'll be great to hear him one last time in the Arkhamverse, uh, interacting with Harley Quinn and others. So. Uh, we miss you, Kevin, but we will definitely... If, if nothing else, this game is going to sell because people are going <laughs> to... Just for that. By all means. Yes. I mean, heck, again, we lost like Billy Kometz. Now we lost Kevin Conroy. Of course, you want to get the final game of these actors' performances. By all means, yes. Absolutely. So, but yeah, uh, that, that one will be interesting. And they, they kind of shadow dropped that. That game is coming out in May. So th- that came from Keeley himself. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Keely, isn't that someone you want to talk about, Tyler? <laughs> it is. It is. I'm glad you mentioned Joff Keely. Um, I just, I, I was summoned here today to discuss how much I, I hate him. Um, oh, oh, no, 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 no. You were not summoned. You volunteered. That's what summoned me. My hatred. My hatred <laughs> is like it summoned, it brought me here. It, in an go. indirect way, it summoned me. Um, here are my thoughts on Joff Keely. Uh, maybe it's the Canadian thing. I yeah, let me be clear. I've never met Ralph Keeley. I would like to say I'm sure he's a delightful person, but I'm not so sure because this guy, he he to me is everything that is wrong with the gaming industry. Every year this guy every every year this guy hypes up this stupid game award show, which is a dumb thing. The game awards should not exist. All award shows are dumb. Let's be very very clear. But if we're going to be self-indulgent about something, okay. Movies, you know, you're gonna make the Oscars. I get it a little bit, like making a movie, and not that making games isn't hard, but there's a higher level of artistic storytelling going into that than what's going into to gaming. We do not need a video game awards, but Joe Keely decided that we do, so he puts together this grand, very like self-absorbed show. <laughs> Self-indulgent. That, yeah, over and he, it's commercialized out the wazoo. Joe Keely left. Spike TV because he didn't want people to – he thought their show, their Game Awards was getting too ad-heavy. And now look at his own Game Awards. It's all ads. It's all it, – it, it, it comes down to the bottom dollar for him. But he tries to act like it doesn't, and every year he gets online and tries to hype everybody up. Says, oh, this show's delivering bigger and better. I'm a gamer just like you. You know, he tries to have that normal little like – you know, hello, fellow kids vibes. He gives me those, <laughs> that hello, fellow kids vibes so big time. I, I look at his face and he, it just makes me mad that 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 he has given himself this platform because I frankly I think he's a loser and I don't like him. Those are my thoughts on Jeff Keighley. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. I don't like him and I think that he is a loser. I want to be very clear about one thing. If you if you take anything from this episode, I want it to be this. 
Joff Keeley is a loser, and we should not pay attention to anything he says. <laughs> Apparently, to get Tyler back on these sessions, you just need to have a whole segment of just Jeff Keeley. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, yeah. If I had known that, I would have brought him on like 10 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anybody would like to arrange a meeting between me and Joff so we can talk this out, too, that would be that would be great. I would love to I would love to talk to Joff Keeley about how much I dislike him. Yeah, um, okay, hold on. If we're going to do that, we're going to have to set some like terms because I have a bad feeling that your version of talk is no like, different from our version of talk. Like, I, could, I just see you with like walking with the pipe like, hi, Mr. Keeley, we need to talk. <laughs> no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Okay, but notice, Those notice, are the how, rules. notice how he said that the hair and the face, which means everything else is on the table. Yep, that's it. And that's it. <laughs> Do so you really need those legs, Mr. Keeley? I mean, you clearly don't walk on stage very often. No, no. And he, and look at his face, too. Just look at his face. Look at his face when he's talking. Hey, tell me it's not annoying. Tell me. He, Joff Keeley, this is the meanest thing I'm going to say of all the mean things that I've said. And I've said a lot of mean things about Joff Keeley. This is the meanest. This I did a call. I did call him a loser. This is, I called him a loser many times, and I do not take it back. Um, <laughs> anyway, um... Oh, what was I going to say? Something about looking at his stupid Joff Keeley face. <laughs> Do we need to get you a picture uh, just so you can remember? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I did. I totally lost. No, okay, I got it. I got it back down. You, have you ever watched Fox News, any of you guys? Uh, I, this will be tight, yeah. I promise. <clears throat> so when you're watching Fox News and you see Jesse Waters and you see um, Tucker Carlson, you see Sean Hannity, and you see Greg Gutfeld, like – all of their faces, like if you look at their faces, they just look like the most punchable people in all <laughs> – like they are so detestable. You just look at them and you're like, this is – this must be the aliens testing us to see how obviously evil they can make a group of people. And yet 40% of people will still not acknowledge how evil they are. Like that's how <laughs> I feel watching Fox News. I think Joff Keeley would fit right in on the five. I think you put Joff Keeley right on five o'clock, the, the five o'clock show on Fox. It's the five. They have five people sitting at a table and they're all, you hate, you you look at all of them and you hate all of them. Joff Keeley, they should call the six and pull Joff Keeley up a chair and have him sit down because he has an extremely punchable face. <laughs> Are you saying if all the people on that channel, you'd still punch Jeff Keeley? <laughs> I, <laughs> Jesse Waters. Jesse Waters, number one. <laughs> so i did not expect this to turn into a fox news rant but okay <laughs> this is what i get for bringing back tyler okay I, i've had a lot had of a lot of pent up rage <laughs> <laughs> well, tyler i'm sensing that there is a lot of un <laughs> but a new day is starting your life uh, i am not going to apologize to joe Hill either I will not. I refuse to apologize. Will this be a bad time to tell you that I have actually met Jeff Keeley? Have you really? Okay. When I was at Volition, when I was when I worked for Saints or the Third, Jeff Keeley. This was when it was a Spike TV for uh, was it Game Trailers TV or something like that? He had a show on there. He came in to interview some of the crew of Volition, and I caught him while he was filming a segment in our in our front like area. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's Joff Keeley. I didn't know Tyler. I didn't know how terrible he was. I didn't know he you was. You had no idea. I was blinded by the game dev oh, love, you know? You could like... have you could have like planted something on him and got him arrested. <laughs> <laughs>
Stop Keely, arrest him. We'll go into volition. Does that say, does that say something bad about him or worse about us? Um, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like, uh, but yeah, I didn't get to talk to him, but we all we did get to wake. Was like, Jeff Keely's in the building. If you could go back in time and tell yourself one thing, or no, if I could go back in time, me, and tell young Todd one thing to change your life. I would tell you to go to Joff Keighley in that moment and whisper in his ear, the world does not need the video game Oscars. No one <laughs> is asking for that. Not one person wants that. Not one. Okay, well, and then and on. then maybe he'll never, he would have never done this okay. moronic thing hold, hold on. called I'm, the Game I'm, Awards. I might have to hold you off there because if I recall my timeline correctly, ne next year, 2023, is the 10-year anniversary of the Game Awards, right? So, I think it's 2020. So, yeah, you're right. yeah, so I met him in 2011. Okay. So the Game Awards did not exist. So those words would honestly have no opinion on me because I didn't know about that the Game Awards didn't exist yet. No, I know, but that's why I would whisper that to you because you would tell that to Joff. You but, would but tell that to Joff. Because he would like, no. But there was. There, I, but there wouldn't have been like, oh, he would have been like, yeah, you know, maybe you're right. But then he was like, but no, no, Todd, that is, that is incorrect. I need to bring the video game up. So you could have made it come I, earlier with those words. Yeah, Todd, you're very persuasive. I believe that you would get the job done. Yeah. I do. And I believe Tyler, that you would get the job being, done. If we're being completely honest. Start crying. Turn the waterworks on, boy. <laughs> Joff, please do not, do not do this thing. No. No, Tyler, besides, if we all know the truth. If you had the ability to go to young Todd and influence his life, you would look at me dead in the eyes and go, Todd, there is a man out there named Zack Snyder. You will never like any movie that he makes. Save yourself from Zack Snyder, Todd. And I'd be like, okay, I will, I will never watch a movie of his. And then the Snyderverse would be dead. 300 I wouldn't have watched. You know, so I, I wouldn't have helped me get the Snyder cut made. So, you know, like that wouldn't, that would have affected my life much more than you saying no video game Oscars. I'm no, yeah, yeah, no, I would but you're right but that's the thing because you know how you know how much i would love to 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 turn you against Zack snyder i would love that but I if i had to pick one I thing <laughs> i would still pick you stopping joff keely from inventing the cable words. well i mean if you wanted me to stop him there's plenty of weapons in the volition office <laughs> like if i could pick one <laughs> i'm just saying I mean, they, they... I mean, the show is four hours long. It's oh. like, it was it? It started at four thirty, right? Or like, what time? Pause. Calm down. This this time, they said it would only be two hours and thirty minutes. They lied. Um, of course. This will be our shortest show ever. Live. Christopher uh, Judge steps up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, about that. Yes, yeah, so including the pre-show to where it ended. It was. Three hours and thirty minutes, with about ninety minutes of that being Chris Judge accepting <laughs> for best for best performance, uh, and we all know why he got that much time because who's going to stop a God of War from talking? <laughs> Did you want to be the one to get up there and tell him to stop? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Like Tyler, I was telling Tyler about this, and I go, yeah, like he's ripped. He wants to be like the live action Kratos. He goes, yeah, that's a great idea, and like that's why no one would stop him. Who's going to tell Kratos to <laughs> shut up and get off the stage? So yeah. But yeah, it was that took like an extra like it's like that was seriously about 10 15 minutes for one acceptance speech. I remember that was the first of like seven God of War awards. Yeah. <clears throat> even even Keely was like we got to keep it short and sweet and get out of here and like <laughs> yeah, that's why you don't make promises about runtime, Keely. So, like that's what takes me off. It's like he's like, oh, this is going to be a short show ever and then he like can't control people. Um it's sad the best year. That's it's sad that Animal was like the most in control, and it's Animal. All right. <laughs>
what, 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 what video game would you like to make? Animal Crossing! <laughs> like, he also wants to work with Kojima, because he can hide in a box. Like, I mean, that that's, that's poetry right there. So. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's my big I would point. like to say three nice things about the Game Awards. Number the one. first one is announced Cranky Kong. We made fun of it in the moment. But it was totally worth it because that was awesome. What a great, hilarious moment. They brought Reggie out and everything just to announce Cranky Kong as a playable character. That was unintentional, un unintentional comedy, but it was tremendous. The other nice thing that I'd like to say about them is that this year they got the game of the year right. No. They they got that correct. No. <laughs> Did you not read the title of this podcast? It said Xenoblade was robbed. <laughs> All right, and we'll talk about that next. But fine, what's your third thing? And then my third nice thing was when they announced Joker. That was cool. Oh, that was that was cool. Those oh yeah, are my yeah. Three that nice things. <clears throat> that I forget that that was even at the Game Awards because I was drive. It was. I know it was because I, I was driving to visit a friend, so I did not watch it. Yeah. As live part of the Game Awards, and that is why I don't count it. However, everybody who did should count it because that was probably awesome. That was one of the best trailers, as we noted in our tier list. Yes, which you were it was. I was. Yes. That was a great trailer. <laughs> All right. So let's let's head now. This is a nice segue to get away from the hate. <laughs> or the hate will return. But let's talk about Nintendo won a lot of rewards tonight. At the I'm very impressed by that. <laughs> they I was too. Um, they won best uh, strategy sim game for Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. Tyler, yeah. ask the question. Yeah, I, that's a great one. Was it good? Yes! 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 <laughs> yeah, that one I actually, I, I almost didn't ask because I felt strongly that that one was good. I have not played it, but I am definitely going to play it. It was, in it the was next by all means, Fire yes, Apple. definitely get the game, yes. I mean, it yeah. had flaws, but so did the first one, if you recall my original review. It did, uh, it did. I gave it a 4 out of 5, just like the original. But they did such Is a Donkey Kong playable? No. No, not yet. Uh, it would have been a five out of five if he was. Nah. Uh, thank you, Scott. <laughs> it would have been. Let's be honest. <laughs> no, but uh, they uh, they did they did a really good job with the rabbits. Like I'm serious, the rabbits are like some of the best characters in the game. It was hilarious. Mm -hmm, uh, yeah, mm -hmm, I like the mm -hmm. rabbits in the last one. I it's you do slapstick humor well. It's funny. It yeah. is. So, but yeah, Mario and Rabbids won for best strategy sim game. Splatoon three. One for I think it was best multiplayer game. Yes, yes, yes. Which and, I'm and, glad and, about because I did not want Call of Duty to win that. No, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't want to watch two to win. How was that even nominated? Oh, By, so I, there's your butt. That's what I hated about Joff Keeley. He is so into the oh I've got to have these games nominated no matter what. Like he does yeah. that all the gosh dang time. Yeah, did God of War and Elden Ring really need to be nominated for, like, everything? <laughs> no. Sonic Frontiers should have been nominated for Best Soundtrack. Oh, for Soundtrack? Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. 100% should It's They've released the whole soundtrack today on Spotify. You already know I've been listening to it all day. Yeah. It's genuinely amazing. Like, listen, I know. I, I know. Uh, you, don't ha you don't have to take my word for it because I'm biased. Don't – I'll be honest. You'd be right to not take my word for it. However – if you listen to the soundtrack, I assure you, you will say, wow, he was right about that one. The soundtrack is incredible. I would have said that Xenoblade deserved to be it for best soundtrack because they have an incredible soundtrack on that game. Also, best performance should have been the guy behind Noah. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, a lot of people yeah. think that way. He, his yeah. performance, like, I, I, Xenoblade 3 is my game of the year currently. Yeah, I'm confident with that. Uh, <laughs> I had to think about it. But 
because the, like there was so much emotion in that game. But of course, we gotta have Kratos and Atreus in there. Like, fine, be that way. So like that that was another way Xenoblade got robbed. And... Mike Pollock deserved a nomination for his role as Doctor Eggman in Sonic Frontiers. He is great. <laughs> He's genuinely great. They have these egg memos. And it's like you can only listen to it while you're fishing, so it's this peaceful background music. <laughs> and then it's just Mike Pollock. And I'm telling you, he goes so hard in the. It's hilarious because like he's great. It's great. It's like very well produced, but it's hilarious because it's just like low budget fishing game. And then Mike Pollock pouring his heart into this performance as Doctor Eggman. It's great. Wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm. All right. Uh, also, an award one that I found this one was equally surprising. Uh, Bayonetta 3 won the yes. best action title. Yes, that was surprising. That yes. was great! So, Bowser accepted the award and gave a message from Platinum Games, who was, you know, still in Japan at the time. And, so, like, I'm glad that that game got the respect it deserved. Like, for whatever reason, Bayonetta gets a lot of respect at the Game Awards, all right? Like, think about it. Bayonetta 2 was nominated for Game of the Year. Bayonetta 3 was announced at the Game Awards. Same with Cerise and the Lost Demon. And, and it, it won best action game, so... You know, props to props to Bayonetta three, much deserved. And why does Joff Keeley get to decide which games are important? You know, like <laughs> the games that get nominated. Like, why Jeez. is it? Why is it Joff Keeley? Why? Like, what is he? I get he's a game journalist. Like, he he's can, well connected. That's it. Like, is he representative of the average gamer? I don't think so. No, Again, not. like I said, he's a loser. Like, <laughs> nobody likes Joff Keeley. Anyway, Joff Keeley likes Joff Keeley. <laughs> That's true. But just why him? Why did what? Like, uh, how did he get this? He power? has the resources. I we guess. should take that power away from him. <laughs> the people should rise up against Chop. <laughs> We're gonna have a revolution. <laughs> Make our own game awards. But instead of game awards, it's gonna be trailers. Yeah. We're gonna call yeah, it E3. Oh, yeah, wait. we'll call it E3, <laughs> and we'll show off all the cool stuff in the industry. And guess what? We won't curate it. We'll we'll, we'll curate it, but we'll we'll send out the stuff to these smart people. And they'll show off awesome stuff and not be self-indulgent. Job Keely sucks. Anyway, carry on. We are, are going to start a, a new organization called PAG, People Against Joff. <laughs> <laughs> Join us! <laughs> All right, now here comes the hate. Are you ready for this? Uh, <laughs> Xenoblade Chronicles 3 did not win Best Role-Playing Game because Elden Ring won. There were four Nintendo games in that category, and Elden Ring beat them all. I don't consider Elden Ring a role-playing game in the in a traditional or overall sense, especially not compared a, to the other games that are in there. And of course, Todd. they give it to Elden Ring. Todd, Elden Ring is a role-playing. I know it is. You could do it is is a role-playing game. No, it yeah, but it's like. It's like the epitome of a role-playing game. No, it was the only it's like the epitome of role-playing. Game. No, that's the epitome of a Japanese a JRPG, which it's, it has role-playing. And it's game not even title. the epitome of a JRPG. Like the epitome of a JRPG is Final Fantasy VII. Like that's that's you know that's Elden Ring is an RPG, and it should have won seven. Lies. Okay, which brings <laughs> us to Game of the Year. Dre didn't win. Xenoblade didn't win, and of course we all we were all betting on either Elden Ring or God of War Ragnarok, and yeah, of course, let's give it to Elden Ring, because it's totally justified. Can you see my air quotes, Tyler? Uh, <laughs> uh, listen, I agree, Elden Ring should not, it's my game, hashtag not my game of the year. Everybody knows my game of the year 
Dawn of Frontiers. I knew it. Dawn of Frontiers. <laughs> Dawn of Frontiers. would <laughs> never have guessed. No. It was robbed, player's choice. Utterly robbed by a oh, game yeah. that came out in 2018 or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, 2020, but out. yes. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> not going to argue with that one because why was Genshin in there? Uh, because Joff Keighley gets to decide what games are important what games aren't. And Joff that, Keighley decides true. Genshin will put Genshin in there. But because I'm sure Genshin sponsored Joff Keighley. Oh, wait, they did. Last year they did sponsor it, right? Yep. I, yeah. Yeah, so, they also had a trailer go. in again yeah. this what year. What a shock that Joff Keighley gave him player's choice. What a shock. Well, what a, oh, I'm hold stunned. On. Hold on. Technically, he didn't because Player's Choice is 100% fan voted. Inaccurate. Well, did you vote? Did you vote? Did you go to the webpage? I did not. This reminds me a little bit of the time that Splatoon rigged that Splatfest. But, but you I voted Scott. for Sonic. <laughs> you, thank you, Scott. You're the best. When you <laughs> click on when you clicked on Sonic, it wouldn't work. It actually wouldn't work. Too. You had to pick a different one and pick back. I saw it on Twitter. thought it wasn't true. I tested it out myself. There was a time where Sonic's entry was glitched out. And listen, that's not that's not fair. That's not fair. I demand a recount. <laughs> no, I don't even care about the player's voice world. That's that's completely fine. But but it, I I forget where this is going. I'm, yeah, where, where was it going? I hate Job Keely so much. <laughs> that's just where I'm coming from right now. And and uh, yeah yeah. It, here's a question. Here's a transition back to Nintendo stuff. Okay. Um, you mentioned a game called Splatoon 3 that yeah. won Best Multiplayer or Best Shooter? Uh, no, Best Multiplayer. Multiplayer. In multiplayer, yep. <clears throat> you know the question. Was it good? Yes! Yeah. I think yes. You guys still play it? Uh, uh, well, I mean, I have. I played during Splatfest pretty much. I've, yeah. I've, I've pretty much finished up the first season pass. I'm here working on the second season pass. I've been working, okay, yeah, I've been working on reviewing other titles like Pokemon and uh, Miles Morales, so I've obviously been off of it. But when the yeah. game comes this weekend, I will be playing. Guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I played the single player. Most, I got like halfway through it, and it was kind of boring, but it was okay. <laughs> I hate it. Man, man, man. I liked it. I didn't play the multiplayer. It was fine. The single player was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't <clears> well, bad. Well, apparently, it, you need to be joined. That's for multiplayer. Yeah, I, I yeah. Well, I would definitely. Best, I, I consider it the best of the Splat, Splat of the Splatoon games. I gave gave it a four really? out of okay. five versus a four out of five, which I gave the first two. So, uh, I was very happy for it that it won. So, but yeah, it was. Right. It was well, good. That's good. It was good. All right. So, but yeah. So, in conclusion, let's talk about our overall thoughts on the game awards. Was it good? Um. <laughs> eh. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Like, look, this is the real complaint about the Game Awards. And, and this, is, this is me shooting really, really straight here. Are there big announcements at the Game Awards? Yes. Yes. Uh, everyone can agree with that. The problem is that they pad it with so much stuff that you're going to not remember by tomorrow. Like, like if you're going to ask somebody what happened at the Game Awards last night, they'll probably remember some of their favorite winners, like maybe Elden Ring or Splatoon or whatever. They're going to remember that one game that they're really hyped about, like whether it's Star Wars Survivor or Armored Core. Oh, Hades 2. That was a big drop. Uh, don't know if you remember that one, Tyler. But yeah, there is. Oh, Hades. shoot. I, yeah, yeah. Right, sorry, we'll yeah, right. Hades 2. Like, that was very surprising. And uh, Yes. <laughs> you're going to go after Kronos now. Okay. <laughs> so, like, every, I, like, the internet blew up on that one. But, like, they'll remember these few games, and they'll be like, well, what about all the other reveals and they'll go uh and that's that's what the game awards are in a nutshell you have you stack all these world premieres together and you maybe remember like a handful of them for different reasons and then the other one's like oh yeah what about that judas game which one was that what about that collaboration about the sky one like 
who who did that one? You know, like that's my biggest problem. I mean, did I need to sit and watch it for three and a half hours? No, but did I have to because I work for multiple websites? And <laughs> needed me to write things and then we had maybe <laughs> yes. Do you realize how much work I could have gotten done tonight if I hadn't had? You to can watch write it? about things that weren't the game awards. <laughs> no, I, I could have worked on jobs that. Uh, I'm not gonna finish the sentence, but I could. I would have been working on my other jobs, or would have been playing uh, video games, or doing some writing of like my of comic or novel nature. And instead, I had to listen to Jeff Keeley and you know all these other people, and a guy talking about his hairs going every which direction. <laughs> oh, goosebumps! That's what I meant. Sure, Jan. So, <laughs> like, was it good? Is meh. Was I happy that I saw certain announcements? Yeah, but three and a half hours worth of them? No. Will, how about you? I mean, you pretty much nailed it, nailed it to the point. It's just like there are just so many things that was like elongated. I mean, Christopher Judge, well, I love you, man. Yeah, the speech was way too long. And um, like the announcements, again, some good bangers, some good surprises, fine. But that's the thing. Like everything else, so commercialized. And of course, like naturally had that whole surprise at the end and all that, yada, yada. It's like. Yeah, some good, some bad. I mean, heck, I'm seeing the Sky concert right now, and it's, it's pretty nice. But at the same time, like, there's just also some things that's like, ugh, the monetization, like the old sub subtext of of things is like there. You take with the good with the bad. So uh, as you said, it's pretty mid, mixed mid. Oh my gosh! So you, okay, this is not mid. You might have recalled that at the end of the show. Right after the Elden Ring crew won, uh, some guy went up and said, uh, I'm going to quote this here. Uh, he wanted to nominate this award to my Reformed Orthodox Rabbi Bill Clinton. Thank you, everybody. That guy got arrested. <laughs> yeah, and it's trending on Twitter at the moment yeah. as he speak. He was not a part of the crew. No one knows how he got on the stage. He was just there and nobody noticed. Goff Kelly lacks with security. Another reason. <laughs> yeah. That like, could have been dangerous if it was anyone actually trying to do something. Dangerous. In fact, I would like to sue Joff Kelly for for not keeping the game award safe. Yeah, so how did that happen? Why did that happen? No one knows. Uh, here we go. Even Joff Keeley said the individual who interrupted our game of the year moment has been arrested. <laughs> so even Joff admits that this happened. Holy crap. Like, wow. that That's memorable. That was almost more memorable than the entire show. <laughs> what a world we live in, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, again, we had F-bombs. We had, like, all, all these crazy moments. But yeah, this one, yeah. An interesting <laughs> way to end the, end the showcase. Yeah, which, how, yeah. how did I don't know. All right, back on track. Scott, what do you think of the Game Awards? I mean, I feel like there was not a whole lot of awards and just a lot of trailers, but that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm -mm. And then I they just like, they like really rush through, like, oh, here, here are the nominations. Yeah, I was doing, I was doing writing all the uh, awards for Outer Haven, so it was kind of annoying when he was just like, oh, here's five awards out of nowhere. Okay, now we'll go back to the trailers. <laughs> it's like, can we at least spend some time discussing them, or you just okay, never mind. <laughs> And uh, we already know what Tyler feels. So. Oh, uh, but I do want to try a new segment ended by Mamitas. Um, it is sorry, that's a deep cut um, YouTube reference. But uh, here's the new segment idea. It's called 
Tyler's Game Awards. Oh, and I'd like oh, to boy. give out some awards. You guys are the board of trustees. Uh, and here's here are the categories. Okay. So the first category is Liar of the Year. Chop Keely. Now, which which person? Yeah, so we can we can put our heads together because if I'm giving this award out, actually, you know what? You know what? Forget it. I'm just gonna give out the award because it's Tyler's Game Awards. Uh, I would say Helena Taylor, the voice actress <laughs> of Bayonetta, Ouch. easily Oof. won Liar of the Year. I mean, she got the whole internet like a buzz, and then it just turned out she lied about 98% of the stuff, and everybody had egg on their face, and everybody. Did not apologize, which was great. I loved all the people who would not apologize for attacking Kamiya, attacking Platinum, when they did not have any facts except for her one-sided affair because it fit their narrative, and they did not apologize that they're the worst. Which brings me to my next nomination, uh, worst content creator of – actually, worst YouTube channel of the year, worst gaming YouTube channel of the year. And the winner for this one is Good Vibes Gaming. Uh, I would like to give Good Vibes Gaming the worst – the, the worst gaming YouTube channel. Um, I can't stand anybody on there, um, it, particularly in light of the Bayonetta scandal. Can you believe that this person went on stage and or got got on Twitter, lied in front of everybody on camera, and then like nobody after her side of story came out apologized for attacking the, the studio? It was crazy. So goodbye gaming. They win my they get win my worst um, worst worst gaming channel of the year. Um, how do you guys? How do you guys feel about that? Who would you give the the worst uh, content channel of the year to? I don't watch enough content <laughs> of that nature to have a vote. Pretty much same. Yes. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Oh my gosh. Scott. I'd say the only one that I don't really like that much would probably be RGT. But yep, I think that's just because one. he's constantly always doing only negative videos. He's so negative all the time. <clears throat> and it yeah. doesn't matter like what it's about. He has to be negative. It's like, oh, this thing is awesome. It's like, no, it's crap because I said it is. Yep, yep. And then he gets mad when people say he's negative all the time. That's 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 another thing. See, that's the thing about the Good Vibes Gaming crew. They're the worst. They're just they're Jock Keeley level bad vibes. <laughs> um, and I I'm running out of ideas for awards. Uh, does anybody else have any awards they would like to? Um, yeah, they so like I, got, to give out. I got one actual game of the year. Um, <laughs> and the award goes to Stray. No. <laughs> because it's a cat video game. And not like Cat Girl. Not like Transformation into a Were Cat. It's a cat video game. And it's good. They spent years on that game just getting the cat right. I, I really loved watching some of the development stuff of when they did like the mocap on the cat and then they even had like mm -hmm, an actual mm -hmm. cat voice actor. Like it was amazing. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> and, and also the mod community. Um, yes. <laughs> where you could sub in the cat meows for things like uh, Owen Wilson's wow, 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 wow. You know, like that's that's a gift right there. We are blessed that is, because. Oh, that's a good one. It's mod of the year. Mod and we'll give and the winner is the Owen Wilson in Stray. There you go. Mod. Congratulations. Not the Jason. Yep. Yep. Um, there is one more award that needs to be given out. It's the actual actual game of the year award, and it goes to Sonic Frontiers for no. being the best game ever. I seriously, it's it's I I, I will I will relax myself. I just I must be honest with you guys. 
I can't get over how good Sonic Frontiers is. It is everything I dreamed it would be and more. And you know how much I've dreamed. You yes. know, you guys know the pain that I've been through. Yes. Um. Yeah, I think it's been 200 plus episodes. Yeah, it's been awful. It's been awful. Being a Sonic fan for the past 15 years mostly has sucked. <laughs> they finally did it. They finally made a good Sonic game. It is so. I'm so happy. All right, I'm so, so Tyler, happy. I got two questions, and I wanted to share that with you all. I got, I got two questions for you about Sonic Frontiers. Yeah. Number one, this is the obvious one. At this point in time, have you beaten the game? Of course. Okay. So, are you saying, and here's the full question before you answer, <laughs> are you saying that this is the best Sonic game ever, in spite of the pinball game? <laughs> oh my god. I just beat that for the second time last night. I I mean that that part that is sucks. That part is so bad. You heard it? It's so bad. I don't know what happened. I don't know the final boss is also ridiculous because there's like a hidden version of it, so you have to be playing on hard, which is not hard, um, but you have to be playing on hard to actually fight it, and it's like a bullet hell boss. So you're like playing Galaga. And it's fun. But it's like the boss of the game, and you're doing all these like epic supersonic fights every rest of them, and the final one is just like this weird bullet hell game. It's it, Sonic Frontiers is not perfect, don't get me wrong. However, it is amazing, and <laughs> even despite the pinball game, which it, don't get that it is awful. The pinball game is every bit as bad as people say it is. Yeah, I I heard about that while working for another website. And I'm like. Okay, this doesn't seem too bad. The pinball game, they're like, we have to get 5 million points. You have to get 5 million points. <laughs> five, and, that's insane. And you don't really control it. It's like, it's worse than it's... I think the first time, it took me like two or three tries to beat it, and yesterday I beat it right away. But it still took forever. It's like, it's so much luck because it's it's pinball. Yeah. And like, it's cruel. It's like a merciless, merciless... It, yeah, I could see people getting stuck there forever and just being like, why? <laughs> like, they should game. pack in, skip it, yeah. So you heard it here for Sonic, Sonic Frontiers is terrible because of the pinball. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And with that, we are going to end this episode of the Nintendo Entertainment Podcast. Oh, I'm so glad you got to do that. <laughs> I missed that. I actually missed that. Yes. I missed so that. this week we asked you, how do you feel about Joff Keeley? And a hundred million of you said... <laughs> Strongly Wait. hate him. He's a loser. Did you say a hundred billion? A hundred billion. That's our a most record, popular Tyler? poll yet. <laughs> yep, it was a huge poll, a huge turnout. That's a hundred millions. <laughs> Everyone came to the polls to speak yeah. about how they felt about Joff Kelly, and in Everyone. one loud voice, they all said he's a loser. <laughs> I, I even think, and I, and I have to dive into the data. I think even Elon Musk voted on this poll, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> He would. Elon would have voted loser for sure. Oh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he'll be like, "What, Jeff Kennedy? What has he done? Like, I've invented things. He hasn't. That's he, that's right. He, Except he invented, for he invented stupid, a fake Oscars. Like, what, yeah, what has stupid Oscars that nobody asked for yeah. in an industry that has literally no need for, like, no need, okay. no need. Tyler, I liked it when every magazine gave one out. Yeah. You know, that was good. The good old days was yeah. when it was like everybody would have their game of the year. And you'd talk about it, and it felt like all the great games got brought up. And now, because of this stupid Joff Keeley, Joff Keeley gets to pick six games, and, and and it's just like, oh, Joff said these ones are good. And he picks some game, like he picks like Stray, not knocking the developers. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. It's a five hour game. That's a factor. Can a game be a game of the year if it's five hours long? I say no. But that's just one man's opinion. It, it, it's just the whole thing is stupid. The gaming media is a disaster, and it needs to be turned on its ear. Okay, 
honest question, and this goes out to everybody here. <laughs> Do we want to have Tyler make a poll asking how much people like Joff Keeley? <laughs> Not as well. He's it was the only time he has been here for such a long time. So might as well, oh, for, if for it means come back sakes. next week to, to put out the results. No, <laughs> we will, we will throw you this bone, Tyler, and that bone may have come from Joff Keeley. We cannot confirm or deny. <laughs> so if you want to make a poll, Joff Keeley. It is your it is your Twitter handle okay. to have fun with. I've said a lot of mean things to Joff Keeley on the episode today. Um, do you think tagging him in the post is is taking things too far? No. <laughs> uh... No. <laughs> do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. If for no other reason, we need to see what he says. Yeah. So, heck yeah. All right. So yeah, uh, do let us know what you thought of the Game Awards. Did you like them? Did you not like them? How much do you hate Geoff Keighley? <laughs> uh, did, were you happy with some of the game results? Did you agree with Game of the Year? And please say no so we all can rally behind Zero Blade Chronicles. Um, and what do you what do you think it'll ever really get better? The answer is no. But like, it's nice to dream. I dreamed all night and my dreams were turned into a nightmare because Elden Ring won Game of the Year. So, uh, let us know in the comments below. So, for Tally's Tyler, Skull Kid Scott, and Wario Will, I'm Triforce Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the Game Awards. Thank God. Raise the flag.